Come have a seat in the skull circle and hear the tale of the Pale Maiden, as told by Casimir. Before we begin our tale, did you know that we release new stories for free every week on Wednesdays? Be certain to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Spotify, Podbean, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. That way, you'll never miss out when we release free bonus stories other days of the week. Never forget, visit theskullcircle.com to stay up to date with all of our current happenings. And also to visit our story archive, sorted by origin and region. And a special thanks to the Last Family and to Cat. Their support means the world to us. Now then, this begins the tale of the Pale Maiden. A peasant farmer in reduced circumstances had a beautiful daughter, whom an old knight, the proprietor of the village, wanted to marry. But the damsel disliked him, and her parents also refused to consent to the marriage. So the proprietor persecuted them in every way in his power and so oppressed them with forced labor and ordered them to be beaten on the slightest occasion, that the poor farmer could hold out no longer, but determined to remove from the village his whole family. In the cottage in which the farmer dwelt there was something continually grating behind the stove, but though they searched several times and turned the seat constructed at the side of the stove upside down, yet they were unable to discover aught. But when on the day of their departure they were removing the rest of their goods, they heard a more and more articulate grating, and whilst they were impatiently listening as the grating and scraping went on, out of the stove sprang a thin, pale form, like a buried maiden. What the devil is this? cried the father. For heaven's sake! screamed the mother, and all the children after her. I am no devil, said the thin, pale maiden, but I am your poverty. You are now taking yourselves off hence, and you are bound to take me with you to your new abode. The poor householder was no fool. He bethought himself a little, and neither seized nor throttled his poverty, for she was so slight that he could have done nothing of any consequence to her. But he made the lowest possible reverence to her, and said, Well, your gracious ladyship, if you are so well satisfied amongst us, then come with us. But as you see, we are removing everything for ourselves. So help us to carry something, and we shall get off the quicker. Poverty agreed to this and wanted to take a couple small vessels out of the house. But the householder distributed the small vessels amongst his children to remove, and said that there was still a block of wood in the yard which must also be taken away. Going out into the yard, he made a cut in the block, just above with his axe, and then called Poverty, and politely requested her to help him remove the block. Poverty did not see on which side to lift the block, till, when the farmer pointed out the cleft to her, she put her long, thin fingers in the gap. The farmer, pretending to lift the block on the other side, suddenly pulled his axe out of the cleft, and Poverty's long, thin fingers remained squeezed in the block, so that, being utterly unable to pull them out, she shrieked out immediately in what pain she was in. But it was all in vain. The farmer removed all his goods as well as his children, quitted the cottage immediately, and returned to the place no more. When the farmer settled in another village, things went with him so prosperously that ere long he was the richest man in the whole village. He married his daughter to a respectable and wealthy farmer's son, twenty years old, and the whole family prospered. On the other hand, the proprietor of the first village, the oppressor of these poor people, having to assign vacant cottages to fresh tenants, came to inspect the cottage left vacant by the reduced farmer, who had refused to give him his daughter. Seeing poverty beside the block, complaining of the pain in her fingers, He took pity on the pale maiden, 
took her fingers out by means of a wedge and set her completely free. From the time of her liberation, the pale maiden never quitted the side of her liberator. And, when moreover, the devil lit a fire in the old stove, and the proprietor went dotty with love in his old age, he spent and spent, and ran through everything he had. And that is the tale of the pale maiden. Thank you for listening to our story. If you enjoyed it, please take a look at our Patreon page to learn how you can earn great rewards while also supporting us. We appreciate even the smallest of contributions, as they allow us to continue to release new stories every week for free on Wednesdays, and also to provide bonus stories for your listening pleasure. Visit us at thescaldcircle.com to view our story archive, sorted by origin and region, and to stay up to date with all of our developments. Once again, thank you for listening to our story.